following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Hammer time! Are you a homeowner who is dangerous with tools? You start a project and never finish it because no. frustration sets in. Do you think maybe you should have called a professional? Break it down. Well, look no further. Image Home Improvement is now live from the Star Worldwide Networks Tower. And now, remodeling contractor, TV personality, and your host for Image Home Improvement, Steve Dubell. Ah, yes, and it's time once again for Image Home Improvement Live right here in the beautiful studios of Star Worldwide Networks. And uh, we want to say hello to everybody this morning. We've got a lot of things to cover on the show today, and we're going to actually be talking about a lot of exterior stuff, Dan. Good morning. Good morning. You mean the outside stuff? The outside stuff. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And for those of you brand new to the show, that is my co-host, Dan Hayden. Uh, from DEC Building Consultants, and I am Steve Dubell, your host, and we've got uh, basically every week we talk about things to make your your um, home better. You know, like we always like to say, we, we're um, going to make remodeling great again. <laughs> there you there go. There you go. All right. You know, 2016 <laughs> version. Yeah. Hayden Dubell for 2016. Hey, there you go. Hey, there you I go. like that. I like that. That's good. And uh, that's the man behind the sneeze card. Mike, good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Well, you know, it's always fun to be <laughs> driving to work just to find all the construction and the entire freeway shut down. So, well, you know, that's what happens on the weekend. Yeah. Unfortunately, you never know. That's like a, that's like a finding a diamond in the rough. I guess you know you get to, you go down the road and all of a sudden you see you know you know this particular section of freeway closed in here in Phoenix. They're actually widening one of the freeways, and it's like. You know, we're gonna have. By the time they get it done, we're gonna have another Super Bowl here. I know. I mean, that's how that's how long it's been taking. It was still going on when we had the last one. Yeah. And that was what a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's ridiculous. But you know, it's, it's got to get worse before it gets better. Yeah, it's true. But you know, that new nice rubberized asphalt over uh, going north on the 101 is really sweet. <laughs> <laughs> no bumps. <laughs> it's cool. And that's what we want to do. We want to actually help you with the exterior of your home. And we're going to be uh, talking a lot about your stucco exterior surfaces today because there are a lot of things that you need to know about uh, because they are actually the normal stucco, which I you know, which is repairable and then we're going to be talking a little bit about the EFIS type of stucco which is or EFS EFS or EFIS you know depending on how you like to pronounce it or it's also it's also referred to as drive it that's right so so just drive it to the dump no 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) oh you know what you know what Homer says about that you want the truth you want the truth you can handle the truth. That's right. That's it. That's what they're going to get. That's what they're going to get. They're going to get the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And if you would like to be part of the show today, you can give us a call at 480-421-0640, 480-421-0640. And uh, you can always follow us on Facebook and Twitter. I haven't. I need. I this week you was a light. Tweeted lately, that was huh? a light tweet week. <laughs> you know, one of the reasons. You know, I want to let everybody know we're going to be actually sharing some of this with in a little more detail here in the coming weeks. But for those of you who are regular listeners, you know that we were involved in doing a um, pilot for HGTV coming up, and we were down in Tucson with our uh, our good friend Rainbow Wheeland, who is our representative for Realty Executives here on the show. 
And we're talking a little bit about her nonprofit uh, organization that she actually created and tied into the flip that we're doing. And it's 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 amazing how it's going to be able to help people in the community, meaning in the Tucson area, to actually become artisans and artisans and craftsmen and being able to be taught the right way without just, you know, doing to say they can do it, you know, like much like, you know, they could grow up. They could grow up to be contractors like me, (laughs) you know. But there, we're teaching. We're teaching the young staff there all about the different things that go into home building and flipping of a home, and um, it's we're giving back to the community, and we'll tie all that together for you, you know, in the coming weeks, uh, as we soon as we get uh, a little further along, and we'll be able to give you a full uh, dialogue of information on that, and you could follow that, but. Uh, the flip is coming along really well, Dan. We actually had talking about the one thing that we we do a lot of, and that's opening floor plans up. And that's one of the things we did on this beautiful uh, older home, flat roof. It had a Sonoran type look to it, um, but we're actually squaring. You know, you know the old Sonoran type look where you have all those arched windows. Mm-hmm. This oh, yeah, this that. house mm-hmm. had so many arched windows; it was unbelievable. And so we're squaring off the windows. We moved the entrance over. We took um, several walls out, put supporting beams over uh, to open up the floor plan. And it's going to be when you walk in, it's going to be it's going to be very inviting. You can have a nice open area for the living room area, which is connected to it. It's going to be a beautiful kitchen. And Rainbow's done a fabulous job in designing this home as well as the last home. I don't know if you caught uh the pictures that we posted on Facebook of some of the other work that she has done and the design work. And it's just fabulous. I mean, it's any, I mean, I would move in if I lived in Tucson, it's that good. I would move in there because it's, it's fabulous looking home. Anything, anybody would be proud to own that home. Once it got done, this new home actually, Dan is right up your alley because guess what it has. Um, Come on now. Yeah. yeah, guess guess which. What does it have? What Not do you What do you love yet. to do? I love to inspect the thing. No, 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 no. What do you attic? like to do at home? What's your favorite thing on the that. pool That's besides? What's right your favorite right thing outside Jeez. besides the grass? What's that? What's your favorite thing outside besides the artificial turf? The pool. The pool. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> okay, it's got a pool, brand new pool, in fact. So we actually, the guys were there the other day. They were uh, they had dug the pool. Uh, they actually had to remove the old pool, and they Ooh. just were running the new lines and putting in the the rebar before they started uh, working and filling it in. So it looks like a real pool. Okay. But um, yeah, they're doing a great job down there, and we're actually going to be uh, actually have to split my time now between Tucson and Phoenix. Actually, you put most of it on the road. What? <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah, but you know, it's like it's like that quiet time. You get out there, and you know, everybody needs a little quiet time away from it. A little windshield time is good for people. And I know some people don't like to drive, unless you're a bug, you know. But yeah, unless you're a bug, you get splattered. But um, it's it's all good down there. So we're gonna. It's 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 great to be part of this, and uh, hopefully, you know, when we get it all done. All the people over on the networks will like what we do. And then, you know, we'll have an even more work to do because then we'll have to do more TV and more radio. What do you think, Mike? 
Oh, yeah. I, I thought for sure Dan was going to say like a deluxe doggy door or something. <laughs> <laughs> like one that he could crawl through with the puppy. Oh, <laughs> there oh you go. that's rough. Rough, rough, rough. <laughs> that's rough. Oh, see what I did? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. I don't know. But anyway, all right, we're going to get started here. We want to talk a little bit. You know, one of the things that that happened when we go out and inspect homes, Dan, you've seen this. And, and you know... Houses have a way of communicating with you. And I'm not talking about, you know, being a house whisperer here. <laughs> I was going to say house Now, we're not talking about that. But when you think about what's wrong with your home, when I keep telling people to turn around and make sure you just walk around your home, like every 30 days, just walk around. I mean, you're, if you have a yard and I don't care how big the lot is, walk around your um, your house and take a look and see are there what's the one thing that you always find when you walk around your house sometimes when it just pops up when it's your turn you see termite tracks on the stem walls because that's it you know there are homes not just in phoenix but all over that either have them or they don't have them and that's the only two kinds because and if the ones that you don't have them you're going to get them eventually that's right you know and they've come up with a lot of different ways to actually help deal with termites, which is obviously, you know, that's a whole other show talking about the different types of uh, ways that you can take care of termites and scorpions and all that other stuff, which, uh, by the way, is coming really soon. We've got some great people that um, actually we're going to have on the show that can deal with treating all these for, for all these pests without using pesticides. Do it the night, the good old, old organic way with a hammer. No, Dan. Well, he's really, you know, he's really pushing it today. <laughs> you know, but sit uh, there at night with a with a nightlight. No, bam, no, bam, no. Bam. Yeah, I know people that do that though. You know, they they've told me they did that. They sit there at night and they go out with a night. Now, for those of you who don't know, you if you want to look for scorpions, all you have to do is go out at night, like in areas like a wash, mm-hmm. in, where you have a wash running through your property. And just use a nightlight, and they glow like you wouldn't believe. So you know that's that's like when they um, they come out at night and they just you know populate the whole area because they're hiding that's during right. the day when it's hot outside. They're hiding under rocks. That's right. And at night they come out, so you got to be really careful, especially if you have pets, because pets could get stung by scorpions, and they could really uh, you know be affected. And maybe sometimes they get stung, and you won't even know it. Because, you know, they come in and all of a sudden they start getting lethargic. And before you know it, if you don't know what happened, you know, it could be a really bad thing for your pet. So you got to make sure when you let them out, just don't let them go out and just roam the property. You never know what they're going to come back with. That's right. Even if they come back with a bird. Or, yeah, something dead on the front stoop. That's not good. That's so wonderful. That's not good. They bring it over on Mike's house. (laughs) (laughs) I knew that's where they were coming from. (laughs) All right, when we come back, we're going to get into talking a little bit more about stucco and some of these different services for your home. Because if you've got cracks and flaking stucco and all that other kind of stuff, home maybe you bought uh, recently and you need an exterior makeover, we can do it for you. Don't go away.
thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on-site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. Good morning, honey. It's the weekend, and you know I have a long list of things that need to be done around the house. You know, some of them are a little bit complicated. Do you think you can handle the list? Sure, honey, no problem. You know I've been doing repairs around the house for years. I know, but sometimes you could be dangerous with tools. Remember the time you tried to change the water heater and put in a new one? That was the great flood of 2015. I don't want that disaster to ever happen again at our house. Maybe we should start listening to that contractor who's on the radio, Steve Dubell. He has a show called Image Home Improvement Live. Well, I don't know everything about our home, so maybe a little education can do us both good. Where can we find the show? Every Saturday morning, 8 to 10 a.m. on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Get your weekly dose of home improvement every Saturday morning on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Don't be a homeowner who's dangerous with tools. Call in with your questions, 480-421-0640. The real estate market in Arizona is forever changing. As your home buying and selling needs change through life, you need a realtor that understands the market. Realty Executives has over 50 years of experience providing cutting-edge service and support for all their clients and was ranked a top 25 real estate company in the U.S. Whatever your real estate needs are, you need to contact Rainbow Wheeland, your realty executives expert. Call today, 520-818-8933, or find them on the web at phoenixrealtyexecutives.com. Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust, the pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need, I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now, 480-247-7654, or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. This is Tiffany Hunter, host of The Home Hunter Sunday mornings on ABC 15, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live on the Double Wide Network. All right, Homer's excited. We're excited here. It's the weekend, and we're talking about making your remodeling great again. I got to love it. Yeah, got to love it. All right, and that's what we're going to, you know, we've been doing that. You know, we never we never came out in that way and said it, but, you know, we've been doing that for at least 11 years here on radio and television, not to mention 26 years of being a general contractor. So it's like, um, I guess I've been doing it a while. 
<laughs> a day or two. Just a day or two, you know. And Dan's been actually inspecting homes being the deal killer for how yeah. many years now? Over 22 years. Over 22 years. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty impressive. That's right. You know, that's so. a lot of unhappy realtors. <laughs> well, you, know, you need to go to Comic-Con as Dr. Death. Dr. Death. That's what they call you, right? Hey, I have a client that calls me that. Yeah, I know. That's why you just need to wear a cape and your name tag, Dan. And realtors will know who you are. <laughs> I love it. I didn't kill that deal. That house committed suicide right in front of my eyes. Well, we, well, you know, that's the one thing, too. It's like, you know, all we do is find them. We just report, like, so don't shoot the messenger. They'd rather shoot the messenger than deal with the issue. Well, you know, that's yeah, that's a shame. Was people just love, you know, sometimes we want to tell everybody, you know, if you've got, all right, let's use, let's, for instance, use an analogy of, of yourself, okay? If you found something wrong and you went to the doctor and he said that there was something wrong with with you because I mean, I'm not talking <laughs> mentally now. I'm talking physically. We've known that. Oh, okay, <laughs> don't go there. All right. But what would happen, you know, would, would, would you tr- address it or would you just try and bury your head in the sand and say, you know, well, you know, he's wrong. You know, he I, I, I'm just going to ignore him. OK, obviously, he found something that needed to be that needs to be taken care of. Now, if you don't believe him, go for a second opinion or wake up in ICU going, what happened? Well, you know, those things could happen, but you know, that, yeah, that's what could happen if you ignore it. And the same thing goes for your home. If you see something wrong or if somebody like when I walk in and we do a particular remodeling project, if I see something else that's wrong, I'm going to say something because I always go into everybody's home and trying to be, you know, treated as if my own. So if I see something wrong, I'm going to let the homeowner know, but some, it's, then it's up to them to see if they want to deal with it or not. But mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times when we walk into, um, Older homes, when we're talking about stucco now, you see cracks, which you could really, I mean, Dan and I have seen enough of them. We kind of like know whether yeah. they're just aged stress cracks or if there's something, if the, you know, the dirt isn't quite stable and maybe you have some issues with that. And then all of a sudden, you know, becomes foundation issues, the stucco cracks, the drywall cracks inside, then it's really bad. If the drywall decides to crack inside and you've got a lot of, uh, shall we say, sinkage on right. one side, so you've got that foundation area. And, and obviously, if you've got that much um, crack. I mean, she's kind of listing to port. Yeah, hey, listing Captain. to port. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you've got this. The other thing is when those cracks on exterior and interior actually um, mirror each other from the interior to the exterior, then you've really got a problem because it's some serious structural damage going on you go up in the attic and the trusses are split then you know houston we have a definite problem well that's for sure that's for (laughs) sure so you've got to make sure you've got to make sure that you take a walk around your home and then obviously you know if you want to know what to look for if you're a regular listener to this show you could actually uh learn a lot and as we like to say you know as uh mike you know your predecessor in between your stents here on the show actually um, told me he said he learned more about home improvement than he ever knew by being, you know, uh, part of the show. 
That's right. So, you well, know. So, I mean, so have I. Jeez. I, I went home. I think the first time I worked <laughs> this show for you guys, I went home and, like, scared my brother. And I was like, dude, have we checked the house lately? Like, it's falling apart, man. And he's like, it's brand new. What are you talking about? I'm like, check for termites. Check yeah, for termites. there you go. Well, you never, you just you just don't know. Yeah. You just don't know. So, obviously, it's something that you need to check. Okay, so we get past the termites and, and all of that in the tracks. But then you get it, take a look at your stucco. And Does it uh, just flow straight into the soil? You'll find a lot of that for a lot of Dell Webb builds here in Arizona, where they just took the stucco, went down the block and, or down the actual house, and just stuck it right down into the soil level and just backed the soil up to it, and that way we've got a complete connection. Well, that's what they used to do way back when, actually, that was the first house that I had when I moved here to Arizona. They had... Um, they didn't do what they do now. Codes have changed, obviously, but back back in that day, you actually be able to go out and, like you say, you stuck all the way down over the stem wall into the ground, and then they push the soil back up against it. What usually happens with that is the moisture in the ground actually comes back over and starts to deteriorate the paint, and then before you know it, it's deteriorating the stucco. Then you've got stucco flaking off along the stem wall, so before you know it, you know, Several years go by, and all of a sudden, now you've got all this decay. And especially, it gets even worse if you are um, have you know green thumbs and love. Hey, I'm going to plant a planter, or, or you know, um, or a whole bunch of different types of plants within three feet of my stem wall. And then before mm-hmm. you know, and then every, and they water it every day. And before you know it, the stucco and the paint actually uh, just like you say, just flakes off prematurely. Uh, in a whole lot less time than it would under normal conditions if it wasn't, you know, and we're in the drier area. So you've got to make sure what you're doing. The best rule of thumb is don't plant anything within that three foot of your home, not just because you want to keep the water away, but also if you try to plant something within three foot of your stem wall, you're going to ruin the termite barrier. Are you trying to say we're going to have premature deterioration yes premature <laughs> deterioration you know that could happen that happens over time with with pretty you know pretty much a lot of homes is there a pill for that no there's no pill for that unfortunately <laughs> you know i mean i wish there was you know you wish you give the home uh, something to just correct everything but i there but you but the only thing that i can tell you that will correct everything is if you call image home improvement we'll come by and fix everything for you somebody That's asked right. me the other day like what do you guys do well, anything between the foundation and the roof. That's and, right. And, you know, and anything in between. So, you know, from repairs to remodeling, and that's one of the things that we try and do. And, we you know, as we're doing in the flips, that we want to be able to restore the home to its former greatness. And, that, <laughs> and that's what we like to say, you know, making remodeling great again. That's right. So that's what we're trying to do. But anyway, so stucco... There are a couple of different types of stucco, and before we go to break, and I want to just you know touch base on your standard stucco, which you know people see. You know you you have a home, or if you have a room addition or something like that, and your home is stucco. What we try and do always, we're finishing one up in Desert Ridge, and what we did was we added about 400 square feet onto this house and blended all the roof lines in and everything else, so that this way uh, the owner has. A, uh, she wanted a room for her crafts because she does an extreme amount of sewing and uh, she's got special equipment that does certain things and it's pretty big. 
but she needed a lot of room because she had it in her garage and she wanted to free up her garage space. And actually adding 400 square feet onto your home is actually great resale. Green mm-hmm. will make for a better resale value. Not to mention after you see it, when we get it all done, we'll get it posted up on Facebook for you that you'll be able to actually enjoy it. It doesn't take away from the backyard. Uh, and it's a great use of space because she had so much patio space before she didn't need all of it. So we added this 400 square feet on, and obviously the the stucco, it's a stucco uh, finish to match the house, the old uh, Spanish lace stucco, and uh, our great team of stucco stucco men came up and matched what she had all the way around the house. Now, the only thing that we have to do is let it cure before we paint it. And you wonder why? Because as it cures... If I tried to paint it prematurely, all the chemicals that are in the stucco would prematurely burn through the paint and you it gets splotchy. It would it, it wouldn't stick and thirty days later they'd be calling me telling me, Hey, you know, the paint's falling off the wall. What's wrong with you? Yeah, it just rained. Where'd it all go? Yeah, where'd it all go? So it's, we, gr- it's gray stucco again. Yeah. So we need to <laughs> we need to we need to allow it to cure properly before we paint it with a great acrylic latex paint. But one of the things that also that we need to do too. And if you say, well, isn't there product out there that you could paint it right away? Yes, there is products out there from some great companies like Don Edwards, where you could actually coat and spray the stucco within a few days after it was put on. And it will literally seal the stucco up so that when you put the paint, the top coat on, it won't burn through. And we actually did that when we refinished an entire house from a, Spanish lace finish to a sand finish. And it looked fabulous when it was done. And just changing that stucco alone will just update the house, especially from the outside, along with any kind of landscaping that you do. So you've got to make sure that whatever you decide to do, have a plan. And if it has to do with stucco, need to make sure that the base of the stucco that you're going to be coating over is solid and that they're stucco, obviously, people that come and do it for you, you need to make sure you check with them and see if they've done anything like the work that you're asking them to do. Get testimonials. Make sure that, you know, ask them if they could go by the house that they did just to see what it looked like. Maybe make contact with those owners and get as much information you can about the companies that you're going to hire to do something like that because that's not a small job if you're going to redo the whole exterior of a home or even sections of it. Which, when we come back from break, we've got um, a house that you wouldn't believe where we have a, this special ephus that we were t- finished that we were talking about. Flapping in the breeze, all the stucco, and you will never believe it, so don't go away. Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric, a licensed, bonded, and insured company serving the Valley of the Sun since 2000. Some of their residential and commercial services include expert troubleshooting, replacing an outlet, hanging a ceiling fan, or upgrading your electric service, and much more. Rest assured, all work is guaranteed. Call today for your appointment, 480-503-1339. You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better.
When you buy a car, you want to see that car's history, whether it's new or used. Why should buying a home be any different? DEC Inspections can provide you with the inspection you need to have peace of mind when purchasing your next home. Call today, 602-308-8722. That's 602-308-8722. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies' three valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. Are you tired of paying rent? Would you like to own your own home? Derek Polder at Summit Funding can help your dreams of home ownership become a reality. Summit Funding is a direct lender, which means more programs and more credit flexibility than many of the big banks offer. They are experts when it comes to special programs for first-time buyers, including down payment assistance. Take action today by visiting them online at thepoldergroup.com or call 480-568-5449. Remember, no more rent. Down payment assistance and own your own home with the Polder Group at thepoldergroup.com. Summit Funding NMLS number 3199. Derek Lowe NMLS 207630. Approved equal housing lender. Sometimes the smallest things can make the biggest difference. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. When we come back, we'll talk about giving your kitchen an impressive facelift on a shoestring budget right after this. Beautify your outdoor living spaces with Pavestone's elegant collection of pavers, retaining walls, patio stones, and edging. Pavestone's easy do-it-yourself products have a unique way of transforming landscapes into beautiful dreamscapes. Discover how you can enhance your outdoor living spaces with attractive and durable interlocking patio stones, driveway pavers, steps, retaining walls, pathway edging, fire pits, and planters by visiting pavestone.com. Kitchen remodeling is still one of the most popular home improvement projects, and it's also one of the most expensive. You may not be able to afford to start from scratch, but there are several low-cost changes you can make to breathe new life into your kitchen without breaking the bank. If you're willing to provide a little elbow grease, a fresh coat of paint can make a world of difference. For a little jazz, paint the top cabinets a little different, but a complementary color to the bottom. New door and drawer hardware creates a noticeable accent, and the variety of knobs and pulls that are available can fit almost any budget. Now, don't forget about the inside of the cabinets. You can install rollout trays, organizers, and the even new shelf liner that can make a huge impact. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Hi, I'm John Weisbart, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing the tiny homes, are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs and left unattended. Those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday mornings on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, the voice is fading this morning. I don't know. <laughs> no worries. Steve, <laughs> yes. what's orange and rolls down the side of a stucco house? Um, well, Let me think. Orange and rolls down the side of a stucco house. Let's see. Um, is it a creature? Nope. No, it's not a creature. Is it? Is it liquid? 
No, well, it was. It, it was. It was. Okay, so it's, it's it was air liquid. conditioner discharge from a r- rusty pan that gives you that nice rusty patina. What's your language? You're on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> down the side of a two story house. Oh, it looks God. like a big upside down raindrop, but, but it's all orange. It gets done to the stucco. How do they take care uh, of that? Okay, so now here's a perfect example of that. Okay, you're thinking about walking Walk around, around your house. house and seeing orange marks on the side of your stucco. Does does that ring a bell? Does that you know, <laughs> set off like bells in your head? Like maybe I ought to go up in the attic and check and see what's going on. Yeah, because of that other, if the upper condensate line, because you'd normally have two on most Arizona homes, the lower one, yes, should be dripping. The upper one, if it's dripping, you should get it fixed. If the upper one's dripping with rust, it's been a couple of years since you've walked around that side of the house. You know, you know, what got <laughs> me, though, Dan showed me this picture during the break about this uh, orange substance on the side of your house. And my first thought was, okay, wait a minute. If they didn't, if they, this rust just didn't happen yesterday. <laughs> it had to start happening a while back. When was the last time that somebody was up in the attic and decided to change and clean the filters? Well, a lot of our air handlers don't have filters up there in that area. But if you've had an AC guy that was supposed to do a thorough checkup for the season, why didn't he call out the rusty pan that means the system is leaking? If you've had somebody up there and you still have a rusty, leaky pan, you didn't hire the right guy. No, you needed to call Larry Thompson from Quality Systems. That They would have fixed it. That's right. I don't know what the problem was. It's like one of those no-brainers. It's a four-letter word. Lazy. (laughs) Oh, lazy or burying your head in the sand again. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, obviously one other way. I mean, how did you ask me, how do you get rid of that? Well, you've got watermarks on the wall. The one thing that you've got to do, and this is something that I've seen people get a little carried away at, is like when we go to, uh, you know, paint a home on the exterior, it gets pressure washed first. (laughs) <laughs> which is more than just taking your garden, garden hose, hose and taking a sprayer and, and rinsing everything off. Pressure washing it gets a lot of the more ground in dirt that's been accumulating for years on your home. The problem is that sometimes, <laughs> you know, you've seen like these uh, temporary help people. You give them the wand. You say, OK, pressure wash the side of the house. Well, they get too close to the stucco. And then before you know it, the you pressure pops, starts popping stucco pieces off. And then when you come back over and you look at it, I'm like, well, wait a minute. Now I got to do stucco repair. Stucco repair. I mean, you know, they have special things that are needed to actually clean the house and That's the right. stuck on the outside. But you've got to know how to use it. What I kind mean, of pressure to use on certain you know, types of stucco. Yeah. You know, and then they have also the swizzle tip. That actually goes in for, you know, if you're working on concrete like a floor and you've got some marks on the floor you want to be able to get up, maybe you're going to be able to, you know, do some stained concrete or something, but you want to be able to get some of these marks off that you can't get off in any other way. Got to, Again, you got to be careful for two reasons. You've got to get the material off without really damaging the concrete and a swizzle reel. wheel, even if you get, get it off, you can't get too close because it will... It will mar the concrete, and then when you go over it with stain, you'll see swirl marks. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so if you had any kind of, you know, a, a lot of people that that it's uh, they have a problem with that because they want to be able to see the concrete, 
but then, you know, you've got all these imperfections. And with stained concrete, unless you put a textured surface over the top to kind of float everything that has some kind of nice design, like when we did ours up at, at the Dubell compound when we built the house, there's a, the floors that are stained concrete are textured so that this way when you stained it, it looks like it was a design not just in color but in texture as well. So if somebody is doing that, if they want to just stain concrete, a lot of times they'll just pull up the floor and they'll, they'll want to stain the concrete. Now, I get certain people asking me, well, what do you think about that? Well, you know, if you're in an area that if you don't have a post-tension slab, you run the risk of spending all this money on stained concrete. And if the foundation decides to crack because of settling or any other reason— well, guess what? Now you've got a crack in your floor. And, you know, that sometimes you can't hide that. Once it cracks, it cracks. That's you know, right. and if it's stained, it's stained. The best that you could hope for is filling the crack in and then recoloring it. And depending on what you were doing, you could see a line on your floor that's the crack, but now it's colored because it's oh, filled in. In other words, that uh, little uh, crayon from as seen on TV thing won't work in that crack to make it match the floor, huh? Nope. Kind of like they match no. the uh, car so, you you know, stop, side of your car. You got to stop watching QVC, Dan. <laughs> hey, late at night, that's about all it is. Late at night. All right. All right. When we come back, we're going to get into that uh, EFIS um, surface that we were talking about in uh, certain Water. most commercial homes. Water can get in, but it can't get that's out. That's right, but it can't get Help! Help! It can't get out. Go, go away. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to do your tile work? Let me make the choice a simple one for you. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. Whether it's a residential or commercial project, AZ High Tech Tile and Stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes, floor tile and shower walls, and anything while using materials such as granite, tile, travertine, porcelain, and much, much more. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate. We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate. 602-799-9619. Or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. Monsoon season has passed, but the early January and February rains will soon be here. And if you have an older roof, it's just a matter of time before the leaks start appearing as water stains on your home ceiling. Do your home a favor and call Keiko Roofing for their free roof inspection. Their qualified professionals will check your roof and show you where your roof may soon fail or is failing. Keiko Roofing is committed to providing quality service along with the best roofing products. Whether you have a foam, flat, shingle, or tile roof, give Keiko Roofing Systems a call today, 602-944-4600 or keikoroofing.com. When you want to take a stroll around the yard, the only thing moving should be your feet. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about keeping your paver walkway in one place right after this. Tight Bond, Radio Spot, take one. In a world where adhesion is king. What? One brand. 
Wait a minute, is your script sticking all kinds of amazing things together? That's true, but uh... it's the greatest innovation since nuclear fusion. Now remember, this is for tight bond. Oh, right. Tight bond. No hype, no gimmicks, just reliable adhesives from a trusted source for generations. It's pretty unsettling to be strolling on a paver walkway only to feel the paver shifting each time you step on them, which is why locking them in place is very important. Start by cutting a small trench along each side of the walkway and then mix up some concrete and carefully trowel into the trench to create small concrete curbs. This will keep the pavers from trying to spread out. Next, head down to the Home Improvement Center and pick up some locking sand fortified with special polymers. Sprinkle it all over the walkway and use a broom to brush it into the spaces between the pavers. Clean all the excess sand off the paver faces, then lightly mist the sand to activate the polymers. This will bond the joints and guarantee a stable walkway for years to come. I'm Danny Lipford with Tips for Today's Homeowner. This is Jimmy Johnson, NASCAR driver of the number 48 Lowe's Chevrolet. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. All right, we are back, and you are listening to Image Home Improvement Live, as we say in the 2016 version, making remodeling great again. People That's get, right. People are going to get tired of hearing that, but I don't really care. Well, with this show, we're cementing a good relationship by using stucco that's either uh, concrete or plaster. Mike, Mike, did you catch that? Cementing good relationship. Did you get that? Oh, man. <laughs> That's a little early for you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Dan is very good at making, uh, of connecting the dots. Oh, yeah. You know, I that's right. know that's why we love him. That's what's going to make Image Home Improvement huge. It's going to be huge. <laughs> it's going to be huge. I got to love it. <laughs> no, the TV show is going to be huge. All right. All right. Well, we get, let's get back to talking a little bit about, all right, the, this specific kind of stucco. This EFIS type of stucco. Dan, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about what EFIS is? EFIS is really artificial stucco made of a polymer coat and also uh, several other types of, you know, it depends on the proprietary brands, you know, like Dry Vit had their stuff in it. But it's a mix of <clears throat> different types of uh, silicates and polymers that they would put in a slurry and put all together and then spray on all at once onto either a um, it looks like it just it would look like tape that it wasn't. It was a fiberglass base, and then they would smooth it on, and then it would be cure. It would cure in less than a day or two, and that would be it because they'd actually stir the color in with the uh, with the material with the material. Yeah, and that's why they loved it. it was quick and quick and easy. But there's something they forgot. It's called that you can't patch it. You and can't it, patch it, in it can't with, breathe. and it can't breathe, right? So, and like everything else, everybody wants to make a tight house. So this way it's energy efficient. But guess what? You can't make it that tight because moisture does get in walls. And humans and dogs and pets and stuff are wet things. And you have to allow all that humidity and those showers and all that cooking on the stove and all of that humidity out of the house right. because you've got what we call the zone one, which is the interior of the house, has to have and allow air and some moisture, you know, migrate, egrate, 
get out of the house somehow. It's called infiltrate out of out through the materials in the wall and down in usually your weep screed, which you should have at least on the bottom of your stucco, uh, to be able to take the uh, downward trend of the moisture and let it wick right out. Yeah, and that's the normal path. And or with uh, ephus or dry wit, drive it. You should have those little lines, those little pieces of metal, every eight to ten feet to be able to allow more moisture to be able to wick out to the strip and then down and out of the house. Yeah, I mean, you see a lot of those if you go to commercial buildings. A commercial building, that was pretty much, that that's the norm, especially here in the Southwest. You'll see them use that type of uh, process to actually put the exterior, you know, to finish the exterior of a, of a structure. However, when you do it on homes, you know, it's a little more personal, you know, because mm-hmm. you... you you run into problems and just because you did this kind of surface doesn't mean that it's not going to crack. You know, I mean, we've got, as I mentioned earlier in the show, we've got a home that we're actually going to be redoing the, the stucco surface on it. And it's an EFIS finish on it. And I, when uh, they called me on it, cause we had done work, the same type of work on different areas of this home over the last couple of years, the owners actually live in California and they the, uh, they're selling the home here over at the Biltmore. And what happened was I went out, they said they had some other stucco issues that they hmm. wanted me to look at. So I get, I got to the house and I looked at some of the areas that they were talking about, north side, actually the whole north side of the house. Now they've got big sections, like, like 10, 20 feet long, maybe, maybe 12 feet above the window because it's a flat roof. So you've got these big facades going across the front of the house in different areas with the different contour with the entranceway. All of a sudden, I'm looking at it from the ground, and the wind was happened to be windy that day. And I'm looking at the surface, and it starts to flex. I'm like, what in the world is going on up there? What kind of ventilation is this? I (laughs) I I walked up close to it, and really, in one corner, actually what happened was the whole layer of EFIS mm-hmm. material in that whole area, not in those sections, they were all coming loose. And the wind had gotten underneath it because when they did get loose and the wind was actually flexing the stucco completely in this like one big sheet. If you could envision like a, in a small scale, like a page, like a piece of paper, that's how thin that stuff is. And it was just flexing ready. I mean, it's good when we knock it off, it's going to fall down in sheets. I bet you that's a hot wall in the house. You know, I you know I don't know, but it being it, the only saving grace that it could be is that it's on the north side of the home, so therefore it doesn't get blasted with the summer heat. Yeah, but like the rest of the heat, the rest of the but think house how much does. moisture it can wick. Well, yeah, I mean, there's the upside. You, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it doesn't do much for now. Think about this, Dan. Okay, what happened was this is a, this is a situation where maybe the realtor didn't go out and walk the house before he brought a prospective buyer over, okay? So he's walking in. He, he brought the buyers, the prospective buyers over. They walk through the house. They're seeing things that they like. Okay, so now they walk outside, and one of the one of the prospective buyers says, what's going on with that wall up there? And they look and hear this. As I said, you can see one area was quite evident that was actually one of the corners was actually th- about three inches out Ooh. from the from the from the house. So it's just like hanging there. And then they saw the same thing I saw when I walked up. So let it let's say 
The realtor didn't look too good. Not to mention the house isn't looking too good because the house needs to, the house needs to be repaired. So we're gonna we're gonna get started with that probably in about a week or so, and um, basically go through the whole house with other issues mm-hmm. besides the stucco. But the stucco is the biggest issue, and get it taken care of. So what kind of windows do they have? They've got that's the, the next thing is they put that better uh, material for the wall. The windows, the fenestrations, they're going to have to have a problem too. Well, it's like well it. That facade actually extends out at least six inches past the window. So when water runs down from that, from that, it actually doesn't go. It doesn't go near the window. It just runs straight and down and drops off to the ground. And so, then behind the stucco. Yeah. Right. Well. Yeah. I mean, obviously, what happened? <laughs> you know, the strange thing about it, though, is Dan, that when you looked up, we, the first thing I did was go up and check the parapets yes. up on top, <clears throat> and believe it or not, the parapets look fine. Mm. They're not cracked or anything. The only thing is because we had when we had done the other stucco repairs on the other side of the house, we actually went back and checked and and actually patched all the parapets to make sure that there was all the cracks were sealed. And they that that cap that we did and that was going back several years ago is still intact. So I have to believe that somewhere along the line, water had gotten in. And it was getting loose in these other areas, and it just hadn't broken away from the wall, from the old cracks that we patched a long time ago. And then finally, it just gave loose, and now you see these big sheets ready to come off the wall. Yeah, because water definitely probably got down behind the reefs, and then we've had enough hot and an extreme cold for us, had extreme cold that actually got close to frosting or freezing, and it froze inside the wall and just kept pushing it apart. Yeah. Just like how uh, ice can break a rock. It's exactly right. So that's kind of like kind of like what happened. So but uh, getting back to what do you do in situation if your home is coated with that type of stucco and, and flapping in the breeze? Yeah. Well, yeah. When we what you, you can't like I said, you can't patch it like some of these other areas. No, that that's we a had, couple of, Yeah, it's it's all got to come off. And even the other areas of the home that we've patched years ago we actually went back up and somebody and this is what we found when the first time when i went up there years ago was that somebody had gone up there with regular stucco patch oh no to try and patch the areas that were flaking and getting loose and they were there were cracks they didn't use a matching polymer to go with the drive no well they just went over it and then they tried to paint it and it just looked like a bad sore you know, like a scab on top of your skin would look if it was all one color. It was bulky. It looked horrible. The stucco didn't even match because you can't you can't physically match the EPHIS finish without spraying it on. So but, when we stripped it all down, what we needed to do is we needed to coat it the whole section and then redo the whole section from corner to corner top to bottom to make it look like it was part of the house and it wasn't patched. That's like using a real heavy white silicone-based uh, caulk for the cracks and then trying to go back behind and yeah. paint it. Those uh, cracks will become art. You'll just see those the caulk repairs of the crack will bleed through every coat of paint. Yeah, I've seen that so many times. I saw a whole townhouse complex. It just looked like somebody was just being artistic the way they were just doing the zigzags with all the cracks around. And then when I came back six months later to inspect another unit, you could see it through the paint. Yeah. 
It's just it's just really, really and you have to be careful the compounds you use with other compounds because they will react and bleed through. Right. So again, that's the one thing that you've got to make sure of. You don't try and do something without doing some research. And especially the exterior of your home, you don't want to make you want you don't want to get into something that you have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I mean, if you have a nothing saying that, you know, like when we do paint prep and we see stucco not just the EPIS finish, but any other area that's got a minor crack in it. The best thing to do is obviously we do cosmetic repairs on it, but we don't basically redo the stucco. Unless, of course, like you say, it's something major where it's got to be stripped off and you start and do it from corner to corner. So this is way you won't know that it was ever done if it's done properly. So you've got to make sure that that's, that's what you do. Make smart decisions when it comes to any repair on your home, especially when the outside of it, because, you know, like they say, curb appeal. That's, That's what right. it's all about. If you have a really tacky looking home, then it's going to look pretty bad. Now that goes, thinking about, you know, we talked a lot about stucco because a lot of the areas in the Southwest uh, and the West Coast are stuccoed homes. So you've got to make sure that, you know, that it, it, when it's done, it's done right. And it's done well, especially if you have a new home built and the builder does it. One of the other things, too, that could affect the integrity of the stucco is if it's not mixed properly. If it has too much water in it because they wanted to just make it easier to float, it may go on easier. But that doesn't mean it's going to stick. Now, people will turn around and we've done this before. Say you have a a block, a block, a slump block home which is you see a lot of older homes here in Phoenix that have slump block homes that are painted and they want to, they want to go over and stucco the house and give it, make it, give it a little different look and update the appearance. Mm -hmm. Okay. There are ways to actually do that because if you skim coat over it, there are additives in that you could add into the stucco to actually make it stick to a painted wall whether it be cement block, slum block, whatever it is, it's a, any painted surface, you can add that into the stucco and it will actually stick better than if you just stuccoed the wall over it because there's nothing for the, if you did do that, there's nothing for the material to stick to because the paint is so slick. Actually, but, it'd be a better idea if you have the budget is to have an entire um, envelope wrapped around the house for insulation then do the stucco, because that way you're improving the energy level of your home. And there are certain programs that will actually let you improve the energy of the actual exterior to interior on uh, energystar.gov. You can actually find some, there's there's still some um, benefits out there. There's some tax rebates out there still for improving your house energy-wise when you go to do the exterior for upgrading insulation. You know, so and that's just... Again, it's part of the entire process of putting together a plan where it, from, from an energy standpoint and from a cosmetic standpoint. So you need to make sure that whatever you want to do, and again, if you have no idea, well, what should I do first? Then all you need to do is call, call us here at the show, call Image Home Improvement during the week, give us, a, give us an email at steve at imagehomeimprovement.com, and we'll come out and take a look at all your issues and put a plan together so that this way we can actually 
you know, remake your home so that you can be proud of it and give it a long lasting finish. So uh, please make sure you do that because we don't want anybody's home to be um, tacky looking, as they say. <clears throat> yeah, no, unless nope. unless that's the look you're looking for. No, I, I don't know anybody that wants a tacky looking house. Mm, well, come on we now. Go there. Well, you know, some people let it go and it uh-huh. looks tacky. So, but we want to we want to uh, make sure that we do the right thing by all our listeners as well as all our customers. All right, when we come back, we've got more image home improvement, making remodeling great coming your way. So <laughs> make sure I, I know Dan. Keep going. Just laugh again. Okay, we'll see you when we come back. Don't go away. Monsoon season has passed, but the early January and February rains will soon be here. And if you have an older roof, it's just a matter of time before the leaks start appearing as water stains on your home ceiling. Do your home a favor and call Keiko Roofing for their free roof inspection. Their qualified professionals will check your roof and show you where your roof may soon fail or is failing. Keiko Roofing is committed to providing quality service along with the best roofing products. Whether you have a foam, flat, shingle, or tile roof, give Keiko Roofing Systems a call today. 602-944-4600 or keikoroofing.com. Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust. The pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need, I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now, 480-247-7654, or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to do your tile work? Let me make the choice a simple one for you. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. Whether it's a residential or commercial project, AZ High Tech Tile and Stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes, floor tile and shower walls, and anything while using materials such as granite, tile, travertine, porcelain, and much, much more. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate. We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate, 602-799-9619. Or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. 
Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with DeSimila is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with DeSimila on the Double Wide Network. The following takes place between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m. All right, ain't no stopping us now. As we said in the earlier, actually in the uh, last hour, Ain't no stopping us now. We're, we're make remodeling great again. That's right. That's right. And we would like to welcome all of you, all of you to the show. We've got a, a lot more home improvement to cover this hour, and we want to actually cover uh, some of the top ten repair questions that we get. Uh, actually, we, you know, I'm I, that I get. And actually, we found online thanks to um, an article done by this old house. And there are a lot of different things here that we want to get started with. But uh, if you want to be part of the show, give us a call at 480-421-0640, 480-421-0640. And as I said, you can always email us at steve at imagehomeimprovement.com and uh, check us out on Facebook, Twitter. Um, we have to, you know, Mike, we have to get something for Dan so that this way, you know, all the realtors can send all the love over to him. You know, especially <laughs> when they own especially when they, fan page. Well, a separate fan page where they could actually go back and, you know, print it on cardboard. I don't know if it would be a fan page at that point. I mean, they would just give you dislikes. That's right. You know, you by the by the way, I wanted before we get started with our top 10 repair questions, I want to just uh, check with Mike. Mike, um, how's the plans for uh, our broadcast in three weeks for Phoenix Comic Con. How's that coming along? Oh, you mean with the iron contractor? With the iron <laughs> contractor. That's me. It's okay. looking good, man. We got the whole setup. We're uh, I think we're getting the VIP package this year. So well, you know, if you were if you were in the uh, Maricopa County Phoenix area, the week the first weekend in June, you've got to come down. If you were a sci-fi person, you've got to come down and see Phoenix Comic Con. There are going to be a whole lot of people there. And as I had said, by the way. Did you have a chance to talk to our illustrious operations manager, Ed Vanderlee, about my interview with Gates McFadden? I did not. But we're going we're to get Ed on the You need to get on the case about that. I yeah. want an interview <laughs> with Dr. Beverly. You know, I want to be able to talk to her about all those remedies, that 20, 24th century remedies that yeah, yeah, everybody needs. 24th century remedies. Yeah, absolutely right. Dan needs some of those. Oh yeah, Dan needs a lot more than that. <laughs> Dan, Dan needs some, uh, I think, some robot parts. Oh well, okay. we got to keep a bionic him. uplift, huh? Yeah. All right, so we're working on that. You never know. We could send him through time and have him go back in time and make sure that you know he gets all the updated parts that he used to have years ago. There you go, Dan. I thought there was an app for that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There was an app for that. That's right. We need to get that app. But no, seriously, make sure you check us out. We're going to be broadcasting live from Phoenix Comic Con on the, I believe it's the 5th. I think this is the first Saturday. 
or mm-hmm. that weekend. It's, it's the first weekend in June. It's the second through the sixth. I okay. Believe. Or the second through the fifth. Okay, There's so then like okay, but it's that weekend. So make sure you check us out, mm-hmm. as well as we're going to be talking about our second annual um, future home remodeling, uh, and we're going to be talking about different things relating to some of the newer products and the new things out there in the remodeling industry, in the home building industry. So make sure you check check us out. We're actually going to have um, our good friend and sponsor, Sean. Uh, Sean LaPointe from Mr. Electric is going to be with us. We're also going to be talking a lot about the future of solar uh, in the country, in the world, not to mention uh, but not here, here. But, no, but not here. No. <laughs> well, and, you know, that's, another, that's another story we won't get into down. right now. Biggest we won't mention any names like SRP. Oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. But, and it, you know, it's not the 24th century, yeah. but the 21st has some cool stuff. There's a lot of cool technology for your home nowadays. If they'll let oh, it right. in the state. Yeah. <laughs> if they'll let it, just, you know, we won't you tell anyone. you got to drop back a century for this state. Yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, when you think about it, okay, you know, we've, we're, we're growing up in a, in a situation in, that it, actually in the last, we'll say, 50 years that technology has grown us to the point where, think about this, Dan, when you graduated high school back in the Paleozoic era, <laughs> Okay. Did you have, um, I mean, no one would have ever thought, first of all, nobody ever thought we would have had pagers, not to mention smartphones. Okay. And then we're sitting here. Well, I we mean, had pagers when I got graduated high school. You did? Yeah. You did. Okay. So, but, but what kind were they? Were they the kind like from Fred, Fred Flintstone era or what? They're the ones that would buzz. You know, like, and they like would buzz, and then you used to then you used then you used to get all upset because you'd have to go find a payphone. Yeah, you still yeah. have to run and find a phone. Oh, that that was pretty tacky. That was pretty tacky. Well, but, I'll tell you, you were you had to be a doctor or somebody rich to have one of those. But you think about it years ago. Well, think about this, okay? Because we a couple of months ago we ran across a home that was built in the seventies, and one of the problems that it had was that. This was the era in the 70s when everybody, you know, we were, we, we were, you know, he had landed on the moon. We've got all this technology. Computers are coming, coming down the pike. You know, everybody thought, oh, wow, you know, the government's got computers. We didn't even have anything. The only thing that I remember back in that day, I worked for a guy, actually the very first car phone. And this was just like, he well, had this, he had this, he had this unit. Between his seats, he had used to have a Lincoln Continental, and he had it right between the seats, and he used to pick up the phone. We used to make fun of him because he used to be pick up the phone, and he starts pressing the button, you know, mobile, 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 and then he used to have to connect to wherever he was, and that, I mean, if you had a phone in your car back in the 70s, that was, ama- that was amazing. You were James Bond. You were James Bond. Yeah. yeah, exactly right. I mean... That's the that's shoe phone cool. hadn't even come out yet. Right. But <laughs> think about this. But the home that we went into, though... You know, people, this was almost like the future on steroids, because back in the day, they decided that let's let's put everything in the counter in the cabinets. So everything was like the toaster was under like you hit a button or open a drawer or something like that. And it pops up and you've got stuff that's buried. I mean, yes, it looked clean looking. The blender that had that little thing on the counter. The blender was in this. But guess what? None of it worked. And the no. realtor was trying to sell a home. And it's just like, well, what would you do? I said, I'd start, tear it all out and start all over again. Because that technology dates the house. Plus, right. it never took off at all. 
So you've got all these different things, and yet, what are you going to do? You can't repair. How many repair, times did you, you actually see a away. trash compactor in a home? Oh, my God. I mean, that was... It even a recycle them. center, lots of them. Yeah. But trash compactor, no. Yeah. So, you know, getting back to that again, it's, it's, it's dating the home. So you've got to make sure that you get rid of it. You, you, can't, you can't possibly hope to sell a home unless somebody wants to go in there and gut it. And yeah, you mean like has uh, yeah. the gold flake mirrors in the dining room? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, let's get started with some of our top 10 repair questions because these, you know, some of these things you may have experienced. Other ones um, you may not, but obviously these things are pretty, uh, they're pretty simple and they've got some simple remedies. Now, one of the things that, you know, when we look for when we go into a home, and I'm sure Dan's looking for it too when he does a thorough inspection, is drywall nail pops. And all the time. Huh? All the time. All the time. So where do, you, where do you find most of them? Actually on the ceiling. On the ceiling. Why? Why? Because, because we gravity. Have, well, the other part is truss pop. Because the trusses do move and are drying out, and that's why you get the nail pop. It's because up in the attic, it's 100 and, 100 and God knows what. And that the trusses finally get their last dry out, and they twist and move a little bit, which means the nails that are set in place actually don't pop down. They actually egress out all at the same time. If you notice, all those pops are the same, same distance, same size. Right. It's because they didn't move. The truss did. It's exactly right. So you've got to, you've got to, and it, again, it's it's more than just. Taking some joint compound and spackling over it, what you and need smack to do, and, and smack the nails back into place. Yeah, what you need to do, obviously, is just force up the drywall because it's going to have some flex in it. Force it up and take a drywall screw, screw, not a nail. Uh-huh. Put a screw and put a series of them. Okay, but you've got to be careful because if you try and put one up and you don't keep the pressure against the drywall, the nail will, the screw will actually pop through the drywall again. So now you got to start all over. So make sure you've got some pressure up against it. And then you put several of them in until you feel that you've got it staying where you're going to, when you let go, it's not going to drop down again. You've got a majority and then you can, Yeah. And then you can add the rest that you need in and then do the drywall repair. But, you know, a lot of times back in the day, I mean, that's all they did. They put nails in everything. That's like out in garages. You'll see it all the time. You'll see that nice little crack right where the garage uh, lift motor is. And then you'll see a crack going straight across from that to where they put the drywall. And it cracks and it sags. I see that all the time. The only time it gets worse than that is uh, when somebody loads the garage is attic with storage and puts it between the trusses and puts the box on the drywall and pushes the drywall down through. That's true. Now, before we go to break, we want to make sure we have one other one we want to briefly touch on, and that's in the older homes is asbestos siding. Oh. And that's right. And, and oh. if you have, yeah, Dan's, Dan's cringing. <laughs> <laughs> but those things actually back in the day, much like your popcorn ceilings, when they're up there, they're up there. So if you have a home that actually had that and you don't want to, like, tear it all off and start all over again and put a new surface on. The best thing to do is seal it, le- seal it and leave it alone because you don't mm. want to disturb it because technically asbestos is a hazardous material now. And when you start pe- peeling it off, it's called right. frayable and means you have to get in all the environmental moon suit and the whole bit. Yeah, <clears throat> moon suit, huh? Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to be able to do that. That's much like when you take 
popcorn ceilings off that were pre-1980. Asbestos-filled. It's asbestos-filled. You've got to make sure that you deal with it. Again, the best thing to do is have a professional take care of that. That's right. And actually go back and remove it and dispose of it correctly. Just like lead paint. Yeah. Absolutely, just like There's lead paint. There's a good chance you'll have lead paint in with the asbestos popcorn. Yeah, so you've got a home that's a, that's a hazardous that's, it's a hazardous material. You better <laughs> it's just have hazardous. a professional come in, much like the house that has the EFIS problem that we were talking about mm-hmm. in the other segment mm-hmm. actually has a mold issue right underneath where the hot water heater, heater is. It's got a platform that the hot water heater is sitting on, and the front panel, it's about six inches high, is all black. So where the water leaked, weeped oh. up into the drywall, now it's turning black. So we don't know what the extent of it is, but we're going to have to remove the hot water heater, get it out, and then take that panel off, and they will have to do some remediation under there to make sure that it's nice and clean before we cover it back up, because otherwise... They're not going to be able to sell a house. And they'll have another person coming up, looking at the home and like turning right around and leaving because, you know, mold actually, you know, can be handled properly, but it'll freak, it freaks people out. Well, that, you so know, when they see it, it's just like, you know, so yeah. if it was remediated and fixed and you've got documentation to yeah. prove it, <clears throat> there you go. That's a much better thing. Hey, you know, we had an accident, a water le- pipe leaked and, you know, we fixed it. Here's the proof. You know, and it goes with all the other documentation for the house, and then everybody's happy. Everybody's happy. The best way I've seen that addressed was they had the mold, they took pictures, got rid of the mold, showed the progress of getting rid of the mold, and then the after pictures. Yeah. That that sale just went right through. There you go. Document and show pictures. That's right. Make sure to take care of that. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk more, some of these more top 10 questions on the repairs of your home. So don't go away. The real estate market in Arizona is forever changing. As your home buying and selling needs change through life, you need a realtor that understands the market. Realty Executives has over 50 years of experience providing cutting-edge service and support for all their clients and was ranked a top 25 real estate company in the U.S. Whatever your real estate needs are, you need to contact Rainbow Wheeland, your realty executives expert. Call today, 520-818-8933 or find them on the web at phoenixrealtyexecutives.com. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. Sometimes you start a project with great intentions, and then it keeps getting bigger, and nothing makes sense, and it grows out of control. So how do you get all the parts and pieces in sync together? Fix it. Image Home Improvement. When it's time to call in a professional, go to imagehomeimprovement.com. 
Out of sight, out of mind. But what happens if the thing out of sight is hazardous to your health? I'm Danny Lipper with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about what you can do if you discover asbestos in your flooring right after this. Transform your kitchen or bathroom with a beautiful tiled backsplash all by yourself in as fast as one day with Simple Mat from Custom Building Products. Simple Mat is a unique double-sided adhesive mat designed to bond tiled backsplashes, countertops, and shower walls. No mixing of powder, no mess to clean up, and no waiting for the mortar to harden. Simply set the tile onto the mat, then grout. It's the quickest, easiest, cleanest way to install tile. Visit thesimplemat.com for more information. Available exclusively at The Home Depot. It was a common practice to use materials that contained asbestos in them in home construction prior to the mid to late 1970s. There are very specific guidelines for asbestos removal. However, according to the EPA, it is also perfectly safe to encapsulate the asbestos. For flooring, that means you can install directly over the old material as long as you don't disturb it. Ceramic or porcelain tile, stone, or a floating floor of any type would qualify. By encapsulating the asbestos without disturbing it, you have effectively removed any hazard. You can also pour a floor leveling compound on top of the old material in case the floor has any dips and divots. The key to safety is simply not to disturb it. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. This is Amber Sullins, Chief Meteorologist for ABC 15 News. Nightly, I update you with the most up-to-date and accurate forecasting of our valley's weather. The most accurate and cutting-edge information for your home can be found here every Saturday morning with Steve Dubell and Image Home Improvement live on the Double Wide Network. My fellow Americans, as we face unprecedented economic struggles, I want to offer a handout to the homeowners of Phoenix. Not a monetary handout. Those are for giant corporations who mismanage themselves to the brink of extinction. To the homeowners of Phoenix, I want to offer this handout of advice. You're screwed and you're on your own. So do yourself a favor and tune in to Image Home Improvement Live with Steve Dubell every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Hey, Bo, Bo, get, hey, get, get off my leg. Hey, stop it, you dumb mutt. And that's what Dan's going to do later. He's going no, to I'm find himself gonna, a new dog. He's going to try to find a new mutt. <laughs> I'm on mutt hunt. Are you going to do a mutt hunt? Yes, right. What are you going to do if you don't find a mutt? And we'll you find next a purebred? Because they've got a special weekend next weekend for more adoptions for throughout the valley. Oh, there you go. All right, Dan doing his share. Don't, don't go to the puppy store. Go to adopt a friend. Yeah, yep. Go find yourself, you know, a dog in need, and there are plenty of them out there. So you want to make sure that you take care of um, all those puppies that really need a home. That's right. That's the homeless pet uh, house that we always talk about. That's right. Actually has those, and you want to make sure that you, anytime you can help a pet, it's just really good. I am a big pet person. One of the best things that I learned, Dan, you know, when you go into somebody's home to do remodeling, it's the first thing you do. Find the tree jar so the pets love you. Well, that, yeah, but you make, <laughs> yeah, that goes along with making friends with the pet first. That's right. So this way, you know, I mean, if the, if you make friends with the pet and the homeowner sees that, you know, the pet really takes to you, it's going to make a whole lot more easier when you talk to them about working on your home because they're going to know, hey, my pet likes them. Because pets have a lot to, you know, think about it. You know, whoa, what does pet have to do with it? Well, it's got plenty to do with it. It's got, because when you go in and disturb somebody's space by doing remodeling, 
Guess who the guess what who's affected per, first? The pet. The pet. But I do have a. I will draw the line at one type of pet. What? The piranha. I refuse to put my finger in there and weave it around to get their attention. No, no, no. I do not go to try to get, make friends with a pet piranha. You sure you wouldn't say? Woo-hoo! No, you wouldn't say that. No, well, he'll invite me in for a bite. Oh, uh, okay. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, seriously, would you want to make sure that uh, you do your share for pets? And we always do that on the weekend. Like, you know, there's always pet things happening around the valley. And also, you know, we, we've actually gone in, you know, we have different homeowners that we've spoken to to actually go back in and make adjustments to their home based on what their, you know, their some of their actual pets behavior, mm-hmm. you know, which sometimes could be good or bad. So now, and how do you, what do you mean about that? Well, you know, maybe you put a doggy door in. That's that's something for you know it's going to help. That's right. The pet, okay. But sometimes when you have to do something like uh, put the uh, say you want to change out your windows and become more energy efficient, and you decide that you want the blinds inside the glass, because <clears throat> the dog scratches at the blinds. As soon as the doorbell the rings, the yeah. door takes a takes a beeline to the door and wants to look out the window and just destroys your blinds. I've had that happen, too, and because I couldn't understand why they wanted it. I said, let me ask you, well, how about investing in the new windows? Obviously, we'll take good care of that for you. But how about investing in some dog training? That would help. Yes. Okay. Cheaper. Cheaper. Yes, absolutely. All right. Anyway, so we want to get back and talk about the 10 top repair questions that homeowners have. And obviously, one of the other ones, Dan, that we talked about recently was mildew on exterior paint. Oh boy! Oh boy! And how does how does that affect uh, the home? Obviously, from an energy standpoint, when well, you inspect the home. Well, there's three things actually going on. Number one, you got water infiltration somewhere. Water is being broadcast up onto the stucco from the exterior, which means there's probably a sprinkler or a roof, you know, a roof aperture that's uh, dumping out right there. And or you've got something inside the house or inside the wall, like a sewer line that may be leaking. You had we had one like that, but um, to have that grow on next year's stucco takes a lot of water because stucco and stuff takes a lot of moisture, and to have it start to actually grow moss or a fungi, a fungus among us, on the stucco, it uh, it takes a lot of moisture. And that means there's that end of the house or that area of the house has other issues inside also. It never just stays right there at that corner of the little spot. That's true. And that's one of the reasons. I mean, that's just talking about stuff that on the interior. As far as the exterior goes, you got to make sure. I mean, the last thing you want to do is have, again, if you have somebody come paint your house, have a professional come paint it. Mm-hmm. Don't have your landscaper paint it. Don't have your landscaper put the roof and change some of the plumbing. I found this last week. Did you really? Oh, you found yeah. somebody. I had, well, I had I to try to impersonate a contractor. Uh, yeah, well, I had to go do a reinspect on a house, and the landscaper had put a new patio roof on, changed out some plumbing, and I was called to go back out there and inspect all the repairs. And I, yeah, it's that laugh. It's that laugh, <laughs> like Vincent Price would. <laughs> That's the one. That's what happens. That's know? what happens. Yeah, but you then, have your landscaper do the repairs. But you got it. But you've got to make sure that 
you got to make sure you don't laugh in front of the con- in front of the homeowner. <laughs> <laughs> I had to wait till I got to the wait truck. Wait till you got to the car. Uh, and that's they, right. Yeah, and drove away as you're laughing. And I dialed up the uh, buyer agent, and then I started laughing. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. Okay, so you got to make sure again. You know, even after you clean it, you know, if you've seen, you've obviously seen um, mildew on your home, probably because of the, some of the uh, reasons that Dan just mentioned. But again. Also, you know, it if you've got mildew on your home and it's in an area that you need to, you know, it has to dry out. Don't try and paint the house hmm. without taking care of the mildew on the exterior surface. I mean, it, that's just like lunacy. That's like <clears throat> if you want to throw money away like that, call me. I'll come take it. Yeah, big fat check. Yeah, big fat, big fat check. And by the Kevin way, says. when it comes to that kind of fungus and stuff, mildew, Clorox does not kill it. Right, it just it smells astringent, but actually the Clorox actually can feed it and make it worse, and then just have a big white stain. Well, you know, before before we could tell, let's take a sidebar for a minute about that because that's something that um, people, uh, a lot of people, seem to think that that's going to take care of any, you know, uh, mold stain. No bleach, don't get it. Bleach, don't get it. Bleach actually has enough in it to actually feed the microorganisms, so they come back and you know, come back. So how double. did that? How did that myth come to be then? Because they what figured since it's you know supposedly it sterilizes and cleans, so you figured that they, would, would do they that. figured that's what would do that. Okay, so how do how do people take care of that? They have to remove the affected area, and obviously that needs to be done by a professional. That's right; it has to be cut out. Surgically and removed. Yes, surgically <laughs> and removed. So therefore, if you see, and if you see like areas like that, I mean, we had an area that um, was actually on the, uh, I said that stuff was on the drywall. They had removed their kitchen cabinets and the whole area looked like a, it looked like Cam- the outline of Camelback Mountain <laughs> on, on on top of the coming up from the ground. I mean, it had like this big hump in the middle, and it is at least at least eight eight inches, ten inches high mm-hmm. at its highest point. And I had told the homeowner, I said, "Look, I said this is what's going on. I don't have to open the wall up to tell you that what's in the wall. You got to take care of this because if don't put the cabinets back without taking care of it." So what she did was she cut out the drywall herself. Okay, so she threw the drywall away. Exposed it all up in the house. She exposed it all away, okay, and then she actually went, because in my discussion with her, you know, in certain areas we've used before, they have that mold-resistant paint primer that seals whatever's there. So she went down to Home Depot and bought some and then painted all the the, um, two-by-four framing in the wall, it had black on it. Did she use dry ice mist to be able to kill all the fungi? Uh, you know, off yet? I have no idea. For all I know, they're still screaming, yelling from inside the paint because they, they primed it. Through, they yeah. primed it, and then she put drywall back up. See, it's it's a preventive, not a cure. Yeah. See, that's the thing. People not consulting the professional to find out exactly how to take care of it because you don't want to. You know, just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not there. So you sealed it in the wall, but it's still in the wall. Yeah, you either have to replace the wood or have the dry ice compound super mist to uh, you know blow blow away and actually kill all of the actual fungi in yep. that area. Yeah, that's true. Now, one of the other things that we also talked about earlier with the drywall nail pops was the truss uplift, and that they're all interconnected. So those are things again is. 
as uh, they would reacting to changes in humidity, uh, you know, heat and cold. And before you know it, then you, you those two get are, are interconnected. So you get the nail pops. But and again, sometimes you see truss uplift. Sometimes you go up in the attic, like Dan had said, that the trusses are broke. They're cracked. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, you need a professional to come back and say, hey, how do we how do we splice a repair onto this the proper way, <laughs> the proper way, not just going, getting drywall a, a few screws and a two by four. Yeah, onto it that's not going to turn to Swiss cheese. That's not going to cut it because then when when old Dr. Dan goes up there, he's going to find <laughs> it and know that it wasn't that wasn't fixed by a professional. So, yeah, that's right. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk about that. How about some popcorn, Dan? What do you think? Not for me. No. OK, not mm. Popcorn, but I'm talking about popcorn ceilings. So oh, don't go well, away. that's even worse. No. Okay. Good morning, honey. It's the weekend, and you know I have a long list of things that need to be done around the house. You know, some of them are a little bit complicated. Do you think you can handle the list? Sure, honey, no problem. You know I've been doing repairs around the house for years. I know, but sometimes you could be dangerous with tools. Remember the time you tried to change the water heater and put in a new one? That was the great flood of 2015. I don't want that disaster to ever happen again at our house. Maybe we should start listening to that contractor who's on the radio, Steve DeBell. He has a show called Image Home Improvement Live. Well, I don't know everything about our home, so maybe a little education can do us both good. Where can we find the show? Every Saturday morning, 8 to 10 a.m. on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Get your weekly dose of home improvement every Saturday morning on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Don't be a homeowner who's dangerous with tools. Call in with your questions, 480-421-0640. Are you tired of paying rent? Would you like to own your own home? Derek Polder at Summit Funding can help your dreams of home ownership become a reality. Summit Funding is a direct lender, which means more programs and more credit flexibility than many of the big banks offer. They are experts when it comes to special programs for first-time buyers, including down payment assistance. Take action today by visiting them online at thepoldergroup.com or call 480-568-5449. Remember, no more rent, down payment assistance, and own your own home with the Polder Group at thepoldergroup.com. Summit Funding NMLS number 3199. Derek Lowe NMLS 2076300. Approved equal housing lender. Uh. How many times have you had a plumbing emergency and didn't know who to call? When small problems become big emergencies... You need to call the experts at Curry Plumbing, a family-owned business with 25 years' experience. No job is too small or too large, and the work gets done right the first time, every time. Services include repair and replacement of leaky faucets, broken garbage disposals, water heaters, water softeners, and much more. Curry Plumbing should be your choice for all your plumbing needs. Give them a call today, 623-587-0234. Or check them out on the web, curryplumbing.com. Tired of doing the same job over and over? I'm Danny Lipper with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about a permanent fix for one of those everyday annoyances around the house right after this. Beautify your outdoor living spaces with Pavestone's elegant collection of pavers, retaining walls, patio stones, and edging. Pavestone's easy do-it-yourself products have a unique way of transforming landscapes into beautiful dreamscapes. 
Discover how you can enhance your outdoor living spaces with attractive and durable interlocking patio stones, driveway pavers, steps, retaining walls, pathway edging, fire pits, and planters by visiting pavestone.com. When the screws that hold a door hinge in place get loose, you notice it pretty quickly. The door rattles and it doesn't close the way it should. So you break out a screwdriver and you fix the problem, you think. But because these screws are holding the weight of the door, they're under an awful lot of tension. And it's not uncommon for them to wallow out the wood they're driven into until they won't stay tight. Try this. Remove the screw completely and squirt just a little wood glue into the hole. Then insert a wooden toothpick or two. When they hit the bottom, you can simply snap them off flush. Now when you reinsert the screw, it'll have something to bite into as you drive it in place and you'll have one less chore on your to-do list. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Hi, this is Skip Bedell. And Allison Bedell from the Spike TV hit show, Catch a Contractor. We catch contractors that have left homeowners with unfinished remodeling projects. And if you don't want this to happen to you, listen to Image Home Improvement Live. Every Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. How'd you sleep? Oh, I just, you know, I once my head hits the pillow, I don't hear anything. I slept like a rock. How about you? I didn't sleep good at all. Didn't uh, you hear that creaking all night? Creaking? What kind of creaking did you hear? Oh, it was awful. The house was creaking all night. I don't oh, believe you didn't hear it. The house was creaking? Oh my God. What was that? Was that what you heard last night? Yeah, yeah, that was it, yeah. Oh, great. Now what do we do? Yep. It's time to call the attorney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. Yep. Time to call the attorney. And you know what that's called, Dan? That's a house beyond repair. That's right. It needs to be bulldozed and you get a rebuild. That's right. It's, it's called a scrape. It's called just a scrape. scrape. it right off. <laughs> just lift it right off, get the big dumpster out, and just bulldoze Recycle it all. all. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. All right, welcome back. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here. And uh, we're talking about the 10 top repair questions that uh, our homeowner would actually uh, experience and ask, because these are things that actually happen in your home. And <laughs> some of our homeowners, I'm sorry to say, are not that... Uh, up to speed, shall we say, on some of the things they need to just just be aware of. Nobody's asking you to fix them yourself because not everybody knows everything. But when it That's comes right. to your home, you need to be able to at least recognize that something's wrong. So this way you can call a professional and have them come over. If you want, you know, Dan will come out to your house and just do a thorough inspection. Maybe you bought a home and you don't know, you need a starting, a starting spot to know the condition of the home, much like if you bought a car. What do you do when you want to buy a car? Especially, a, a, as they say, pre-owned car, okay? 
<laughs> rather say used, but <laughs> you have to be politically correct and say pre-owned, okay? And when you do that, you, you need a basis. You take it to a mechanic and he goes through the car and says, okay, this is worn. This is 50%. This one's okay. This part's okay. And basically you have an overview of what the car is like. So you can make an educated decision on, well, do I want to buy it? Do I want to fix those? Or, you know, just so that you know what to do. Your home is the same way. So best thing to do, if you need like some of these different repairs that we're talking about, if you have any inkling at all that, hey, you know, my house has some of these things. What should I do? Have Dan come out. Dan will actually go through the house for you and give you a, a list of his findings to be able to know, indicate, plus his recommendations on what should be fixed first. And then this way, you know, you can make an educated decision. And most importantly, obviously, budget to That's get right. the repairs done. You have a program to follow to be able to do, you know, the maintenance and upgrade. You know, um, if, you're, if you're looking towards upgrades, that's great, but let's get the maintenance and the big ticket items that need, that are screaming for help taken care of first. Well, you'd be surprised how many times uh, people just don't walk around their house and they don't realize they've got a tree that's just about growing up underneath even into the house, or there's some plants that are growing oh, in that's the attic. Almost bad. That's almost as bad as Christmas lights up on your face your board. Oh, my neighbor that just drives the me cra- down to that one. That drives, drives me crazy. I've got a neighbor. I looked across this morning. He's got half a string still lit. Got about four or five still glowing. Can't we just go over and cut them and take them down so this way we prevent the house from going up in flames in December? And be able to meet the local I mean, fire I'm department. All, I'm all for doing demonstrations with Angel Barrier to put the fire out. But when it comes to that, I don't want to... I don't want to be able to go back and see people's homes go up in flames. That's just ridiculous. All right. We want to just touch base. Uh, Number five, obviously, that we're talking about here is popcorn ceilings. And, you know, growing up back um, on the East Coast, back in New York and living in Boston for a while, and even in Chicago, some of the newer homes had popcorn ceilings. And I grew up when I was a kid. In uh, Yonkers, New York, my dad's home had flat ceilings. I mean, there was no popcorn at all. So when, yes, yeah, as, as I was getting older and you're moving, hey, this is a great thing. It gives the drywall, the ceiling a little different look. It's really cool. It was supposed but, to help acoustically, too. Yeah, yeah acoustic, but then guess what? Yeah. It shows all the dirt. That's es- right. Especially the dirt coming from your air conditioning vent. Oh, from the register? You get yeah, that, from a that, register. That, and, that, yeah. that gray or black zone blowing yeah. out? Yeah, that, that, you know what that's for, Dan? That's just that's a, a sign to show the homeowner that his air is working. He needs to change. No his kidding. Okay, he needs to change his filter. <laughs> change the filter. That's what's going to happen. But no. Uh, and if you have a home, obviously, thank you, Vincent. Okay. If you have um, if you have a home that has popcorn ceilings, a lot of the ones that we do now, uh, people want to get rid of them. For one, obviously, like Dan had said. They show the dirt. When they get dusty, you can't do anything about it. The only way you can you can fix it is if you rep, you repaint it. Now, believe me, one time this is a, this is a real uh, this is a true story. But it's 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 sad but funny at the same time. Where I walked into a home one day and they wanted me to paint the interior of the home, and I walked in this one room and it looks like you could tell they had rollers out, paint out, and there was <laughs> like pieces of popcorn ceiling all over the place. I'm like, what happened here? She says, well. I need you to fix the popcorn because we tried to paint the ceiling. We tried to roll it. It rolled right Ro- off on the roller. And it rolled right off on the roller and hit the ground. And I'm like, it's time to strip the popcorn off. You can't off. do that. 
you know, the only reason, the only way that we would leave popcorn up now is if the homeowner didn't want to deal with it if it was asbestos. Otherwise, you could, you could strip a ceiling if you know what you're doing in a relatively short amount of time. Yeah, use a wet roller. <laughs> no, 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 no. And scrape it and actually become clean. And then you've got just minor, minor repairs on the tape joints. And maybe if you gouge the ceiling a little bit, which happens when you remove mm-hmm. this popcorn, it's no big deal. And you just go back and you fix, fix the, the, the dips and, the, and all the little gouges that you put in there. And then float some new texture on top of it. Not popcorn now, but and then it, then you paint it and it's yeah, fine. Yeah, while you're taking care of that popcorn ceiling, go ahead and take that painted over wallpaper off the wall too. Have a fresh start. Oh yes, wallpaper, the thing that's <laughs> been love, painted over several we, times that we love to hate. <laughs> and then just as long as Dan say before we go to break, I want to let everybody know if you've got wallpaper on your wall it's, and you want to get rid of it. Okay, if you've got the ends are curling, there's a chance, just a chance that you could grab it. And pull it right off the wall, and it'll come right off the backing and everything in one piece. We're just doing a bathroom remodel in Tempe that actually had uh, wallpaper up, and that's exactly what happened. I grabbed the corner just for a test, and I started pulling on it, and the whole thing pulled right off because the room had been painted before, and there was a barrier between the drywall paper and the wallpaper. If you go to pull a off if they decided to paint like build this house and put the wallpaper on before they painted the walls there isn't any way that paper's coming off on its own Mm. so you at that point you've got to make a decision where there are lifted corners you cut out the lifted corners you float over the area and then you retexture it on top of the paper because it's if you tried to get that paper off first of all you'd be there forever with the steamer until the solar system dies you know, in, uh, you know, a zillion years, okay, because you never got to get it off. So the best thing to do is cut out the lifted sections, which is usually on a seam or on a corner, float it over, and then be careful when you redo it, because if you prime it, sometimes when you do do that, it takes care of those areas, but then sometimes some other areas start to lift. So you've got to make sure, because you're adding water to that paper, and that some looser areas will start to lift a little. So you got to be careful when you do it. But if you do it properly, it'll get done. And really, when it's all finished, if it's done properly, you won't, you'll never know. You'll never know. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit of uh, some of the East Coast and Midwest uh, number seven, West, the uh, wet basement issue. Oh, soggy basement. And, and also, Dan, one of the things that you and I have experienced Sagging floors. Ooh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Sagging. Bad slab. B- bad slab. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. Don't go away. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies' three valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. 
Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with DeSimula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with DeSimula on the Double Wide Network. Hi, I'm John Weisbart, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing, and tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs, and left unattended, those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday mornings on the Double Wide Network. This little uh, fixer-upper house I bought about five years ago, and uh, I haven't done anything to it like in five years, you know, so now it's like a little knocker-downer house. (laughs) I mean, even if I had the time, I'm not good with the tools. You know, Bob Vila, remember that show, This Old House? That guy could fix anything. I would watch that and go, oh, my God, you know, he's great. Now, if I had a show, if I had a show, it'd be called This Fat Check. Hi, welcome to the show. I'll be writing out a big fat check to my contractor. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Kevin Neely. All right. Where's that? That's what I have to do when I leave here. I have to go pick up a big fat check from a customer. Well, that works. That makes a happy that Saturday. It has a happy Saturday, and it's time to go to the bank. That's it. <laughs> it's good. Off to the bunk. Yeah, that's true. All right. We are back. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. We are talking about the top 10 repair questions. The um, most frequently asked home maintenance questions for your house. and um, um, Between sweaty windows and a soggy basement. Well, you know, yeah, these are, these are, let's talk about the wet basement and, and um, for a minute. You know, you, when you live out in Arizona, there aren't many basements out here. But when you live in the Midwestern and the East Coast, basements are pretty, common. pretty common. Okay, and um, some of the issues that we've had when we actually have not so much basements here in Arizona, but when they do certain multi-level homes that are built on a hill where part of that lower floor is buried underground where you've got those window wells on the side, more or less the the uh, at least half the wall going up is covered on the outside by dirt. That's right. And now if those if that concrete hasn't been sealed properly uh, before the dirt was put back on it, you're gonna get water through the wall and it's gonna start affecting and, and down the, behind any kind of yeah, exactly. drywall and all of that. And then if they didn't prepare that uh, basement or lower section with a kind of some kind of floor drainage then you've really got problems of everything smelling musty, moldy, and, you know, it just doesn't drain out right now, the way it should. Now and you just, should have a sump pump that's sealed in that canister underneath the stairs. Exactly. Now, <laughs> Dan, tell our listeners about that, that one house that you and I looked at where they actually <sighs> renter got very sick because there was, there was mold in the there basement. There was mold in the basement. And the, tell, her, tell us a little bit about what you found. 
Well, for my first, my nose got arrested very quickly, just as we were stepping. It got a, did they take it away? Mold. No, it just about made me sick. You <laughs> okay, saw, I remember. You saw me swell up. I remember. Dan was walking down the stairs. Nothing's like, worse than seeing Dan swell up. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a bitch to get back up the stairs. <laughs> oh my god! But uh, as I went down in the basement, I could smell the mold. Yeah, and as I went over towards that that uh, west wall where the uh, windows were, or windows swales, or uh, exit ports, there was nothing but wetness over there. And they pulled back the carpet and went to that back bedroom, and there was stains on the floor, stains on this on the drywall, and um, we I turned on my infrared and found out not only was it staining through there, but it was rolling under the tile. Yep. And then over towards the sump pump, but it never made it there. It never made it there because when you yeah when you walk down the steps from the from the ground level, it literally, literally the smell from the mold hits you like a ton of bricks. I mean, it's almost like somebody sprayed something in your face. That's how bad it was. Yeah, it was. So, and the homeowner actually got very ill and had to go to the um, hospital for weeks. Mm-hmm. When they were trying to find out what was wrong, and she took, they actually took Dan's report in to uh, try and help them solve. I mean, I think they did find out what was wrong with her, but it was it was something very serious. Yeah, between between my heart samples and the air samples, that I think that really helped her out. Yeah, is what she what what genus they were fighting when it came to the right. mold because there's not there's not just one type of mold That's right. that can make you ill. And once they find out what genus it is, that way they can, you know, approach it better medically. Yeah. All right. Um, the next two are very important, obviously. Sagging floors and sweaty windows, Dan. Sweaty windows and sagging floors. Okay. The yeses. Okay. Uh, sagging floors, two-story or multi-story. If you've got a floor that's sagging from above you from the upper living area, there's a good chance it wasn't framed right. Or if it's an older home. It's had the plumbing changed out, and a lot of the uh, floor joists chopped out too far. And that needs to be looked into and taken care of. Don't let it just start, continue sagging. It's, it's, not a, it's, it's not a human being that just sags naturally. They are supposed to stay in shape and have very little deflection as time goes on. The other part is they may have changed the, the bearing of the walls that, has, that does have a bearing all the way down to the basement. If you change the position of the structural walls, that can change how the pressure pushes all the way down from the roof down to the basement. That's true. Now, sweaty windows, when people turn around and say, what in the world are sweaty <laughs> windows? Sweaty windows can be, if you look at them, if you all of a sudden, if you have dual pane windows, which most people do have now, that the all of a sudden you see like a fog between the glass. Or little droplets. Or little droplets. That's a sweaty window. That's Why right. is that? That's because the uh, there's a gap or a pinhole somewhere, and the gases have escaped, and now moisture from the house, from the inside of the house, have gotten into that window. And then when the temperatures are just right, um, that you'll be able to see it actually form, or you'll see the residual from it. Out here in Arizona, inspectors have to be able to catch residual because it looks like the fingers of a gla- little wine of glass when you exactly. swirl around and see those fingers. That's all we get to see. We don't actually get to see the droplets, but we'll see the shadow from the fingers of the uh, moisture running down the windows. Yeah, and the best thing to do with that is if you find that, the, call the, your nearest uh, glass 
uh, repair shop or window shop and tell them what you have. They can literally come out and take out and measure for measure for the glass that you have. Go back and create a new insert for your window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, and then it's not this, the whole window now. Yeah. Now it's an I mean, insert. you know, especially now you can be able to do that because the way the windows are made. So but uh, last but not least. We want to make sure we get to, obviously, peeling exterior paint. And guess what the main cause of exterior peeling paint is, Dan? Poor prep. Poor prep work. Ding, ding, ding. That's absolutely right. When you go back out and some people, again, those people that shouldn't be painting, like the landscapers. (laughs) Sorry to beat up on your landscapers out there, but, you know, we, we see a lot of that in Arizona where turn around and, you know, everybody's always trying to make a buck. Well, you know, I, I, I know how to do that. And then the homeowner gets gets reeled right in, as they say, you know, and they turn around and say, well, yeah, well, you know, if the painter wants, you know, $3,000 to paint the exterior of my home and the landscaper's going to go do it for two, what do you think they're going to do? They're going to take the $2,000, but then they're going to, they're actually trading. They'll pay three later. <laughs> yeah, they'll pay three later because guess what happens when, you know, six months from now when the paint starts peeling, what are you going to do? He's gone. He's got Dan's taillight warranty. He's nowhere right. to be found because you think he's going to hang around. He went out. And, and one of the other problems, too, is you get people that are not professional painters. And they say, well, I can do this. Well, well guess what he's going to do? He's going to go to the paint store, meaning the landscaper. He's got two grand he's going to get to do your home. He's going to want to get out of there with spending the least amount of money for material. He's going to go buy the low-grade paint or the contractor contractor base paint for your home. The color means no difference. It's the quality of the paint. He's going to do that. And then guess what he's going to do? He's going to thin it out. He's going to thin it out to the point where it'll spray on. It'll look fine. But guess what's going on there? You're getting a lot of extra water mixed in with the paint and you're not getting a good leveling coat of paint on it. I've seen I've seen exactly that happen, not just from a landscaper doing, but bad contractors have gone back in. When I lived in the HOA that I used to live in before we built the compound, and you used to be able to go back in and see painters come in and they paint homes, and even if they sprayed it, six months later, even after spraying, it looks like the house wasn't even done because there's not a good coat of paint on it. They thinned it out so much in the first monsoon rain, it just washes off. You know, and getting and talking about exterior paint from it, a little quick sidebar. If you have stucco finished on your home and you have fascia boards on your house, those rough fascia boards that trim out the whole roof outline of your home, what you need to do, keep in mind, and this is just rule of thumb, depending on the exposure to the sun, all the wood should be done every five years. And the stucco could go, say, anywhere between eight and ten eight and nine, depending on the exposure to the sun. And also the other factors that we talked about earlier about moisture and on, you know, and moisture coming up from the floor or wherever it came from. So, you know, but it's something that at, at least the seven year mark, you should do an inspection and see, Hey, you know, is it, I know it's coming soon, but do I need it now? But you got to make sure that you actually take care of this, the prep work, the gentleman, or the, I should say the, painting contractor that actually does this should be definitely qualified and have um, actually be licensed, bonded, and insured for starters. And again, does it, don't feel bashful. If you're the homeowner, ask for references. 
If the contractor is reputable, he will turn around and do everything he can to give you as many references and testimonials. Obviously, if he is a good contractor, he'll give you all the testimonials in the world. And one of the best things you can tell about a really good painting contractor is it seems like he spends forever prepping. Right. Prep Detailing and prepping and scraping and and prepping. That means he's doing a good job. Sometimes it takes... Depending on the size of the home, and it depends how many people are working on it, at least two, maybe three days once you pre- you, you pressure wash it, you prep it, maybe you got to do a little, a little wood repair, caulk maybe a fill. little caulk yeah. and fill here and there. So there's a lot to be able to actually do, and that's the kind of detail work you see. So when if somebody's doing that in your home and you don't, and you think, well, my God, he's been at it for days, when is he going to put some paint on the wall? Don't Just sweat him about it. Don't sweat it. Just get rid of those sweaty windows. That's it. <laughs> okay. All right. didn't get their deodorant. Okay, Dan. <laughs> Dan, leaving us with words of wisdom for the week. All right. That's right. We want to thank you for tuning in to Image Home Improvement Live. we got always the best at home improvement right here every week. And um, as we say, we're here in 2016 to make remodeling great again. So uh, remember, if you ever, ever thought about not listening to this program, resistance is futile. We'll see you next week. You're a great American. I love you.